Joining us now is RNZ Deputy Political Editor Craig McCulloch, who was at Waitangi over the weekend. Uh, kia ora, Craig. Good morning. OK, let's deal with the issue of the Prime Minister's speech. Now, this has come in for some criticism because of a sort of... Uh, it claims it was a cut and pasted from the previous year. Get to that in a second. Firstly, the tone of the speech. It was very interesting to watch uh, the contrast between the p- preceding speeches and his. It was far more subdued... Um, modest in its sort of outlook. Do you think that was actually a strategy and it may have actually been effective in sort of calming things down? That is a, that is one view that some have suggested. I do believe it was a strategy. I believe that, in fact, uh, the two issues are related, the so-called copying and pasting and the tone. What we are seeing here was an intention not to make waves, not to break new ground, to try and actually calm the tensions and stay out of the fray. And I'm sure he will be broadly satisfied with that. He did what he wanted to do. At the same time, He also missed an opportunity. He missed an opportunity here to do something special. There had been hopes from some, from some of his supporters, that he would use this occasion to to establish his prime ministership, to make a mark. And he did not even make a dent with the speech. He could have engaged in the debate to some degree. We we heard just their disappointment that he stuck to those pre-prepared pre-prepared remarks. He did not stray from them. And then, of course, he escaped right out the side door. And I think that does show a lack of nimbleness from the Prime Minister and a lack of flexibility, a lack of comfort in the environment. So, yes, it was two things. It was a it, it was a, um, a deliberate strategy, but also uh, uh, I think people may well be asking legitimately, is that it? Is that all we can expect from a Prime Minister? On the treaty principles issue, though, he is constrained by this coalition agreement. I mean, he can't really say any more than he has. He's asking Māori to trust him that, you know, there's a nod and a wink in a sense that he this is that Bill's not going to pass, but he can't say it any it's further a, than that. It's a very tricky dynamic for Christopher Lux, and he wants to sound of the fray to diffuse that tension, and yet, of course, he is David Seymour pouring fuel on the fire with that Treaty Principles Bill, and that is going to continue as long as that legislation uh, is alive, until it is dead in the water, and as long as that lives and the door is open even an inch, he is going to face that ongoing protest and questioning. He is not going to be able to escape it. If you were in the government and you're you're the strategist and you're looking at the message that was clearly sent by Māori over Waitangi and proceeding, is there any sense that there's going to be a change in approach here? There is such a unified, strong voice in opposition, uh, a, a, a serious grumpiness and unsatisfaction with the government's policies. Do you detect any sense that there is a strategy change, that they will give some olive branch, that there'll be a move? I suspect that Christopher Luxon and National severely underestimated this reaction to particularly the Treaty Principles Bill. I think Christopher Luxon may well be regretting ever letting it get this far. Of course, we weren't in those negotiating rooms. Um, It may well be that Act simply refused to budge, that this was a bottom line for it, and so this was a price that Mr Luxon had to pay. If that is the case, then it looks like this is a significantly high price, and Mr Luxon will want to get it off the books as soon as he can. Now, to do that, as I mentioned, he needs to kill the legislation. He needs to kill the Treaty Principles Bill. Um, He cannot do that before the select committee process is done without risking collapsing the government. So although he is uh, uh, um, not entirely ruled out supporting it past select committee, I think he has gone so far now that he has effectively done so. Um, Until he has done that, though, many here who've travelled up to Waitangi, many who we spoke to over the last few days, they will not believe it. And so this will carry on as long as that bill 
continues. Craig McCulloch, thank you very much for that. RNZ Deputy Political Editor, uh, who of course was reporting at Waitangi over the weekend.